Good afternoon. It's 12 o'clock and welcome to the MoneyWeb at Midday Show. This show is brought to you by the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, leaders in business. My name is Srek van Kerk and it's a bit of a choppy day on global markets. The JSE is trading down, mostly due to NASPERS down nearly 2%. Uh, the RAND remains uh, relatively flat, um, but we are also seeing some dollar and pound weakness and i'll speak to maudi letuane from lehuma investments about this and uh, other stories in a minute but first let's look at some of the indicators the jse all share index is currently trading down uh, 0.02 percent relatively flat but just on the wrong side of zero resources um are up 0.6%. Industrials have lost half a percent. Financials uh, has gained around half a percent. The gold index is trading up 1.5%. On international markets, we see the FTSE 100 uh, relatively flat, up 0.1%. The DAX also up 0.1%, while the CIC 40 basically flat. Earlier in Southeast Asia, the Nikkei gained 0.4%. Shanghai uh, rose by 0.7%, while the Hang Seng Index uh, uh, declined by 1.25%. Currently uh, in Europe, the FTSE 100, those are relatively flat, not a lot happening in the European market. Let's look at some shares that are performing well. Uh, Implats have gained 4.4%, MTN uh, up 2.6%, Kumba Iron Ore 2.5% higher, Anglo-Sock trading 2.3% higher, Anglo-Gold 2%. And then uh, Sabanya, Imperial and Glencore around 1.8%. On the downside, Pioneer Foods have lost 2.6%. Italtile down 2.5%. Sassol down 1.9%. Naspas down 1.9%. The JSE um, itself has lost 1.7%. Um, Star Retail down 1.5%. And uh, Rainnet and Discovery down around 1.2%. Let's look at currencies. The Rand is trading at 13.25 against the dollar. 17 rand 54 against the pound and 15 rand 53 against the euro the dollar is currently trading at 112 yen the euro is trading at $1.17 and the pound is trading at $1.32 bitcoin is currently trading at 6701 um, us dollars or 92727 rand uh, gold is trading at $1243 Brent crude is at $72. Platinum is trading at $826. And the R186 uh, is trading at 8.7%. On the line is uh, Maudi Letuane from Lahumo Investments. Uh, Maudi, welcome to the show. Uh, bit of a choppy day. Maybe uh, a cautious approach from investors all around the world. Good afternoon and uh, good afternoon to your listeners. Um, certainly we're seeing um, quite a volatile uh, session from yesterday. In fact, we had quite a a negative day yesterday. Today, JSE a little bit flat, as you indicated earlier. So you do get a sense that the amount of sell-off is perhaps uh, subsiding somewhat. Uh, but yes, there's certainly a lot of volatility that we're seeing. And it's not only just the South African markets, but we're also seeing some uh, volatility um, out in Asia and uh, the European markets as well. Mm. Yeah, we saw last night on uh, the US markets, the Dow up 0.2%, while well, the Nasdaq, uh, was down 0.3%. Um, it seems like it's a bit directionless. And, and, and you, you, we saw Donald Trump last night doing it again, showing how unpredictable he can be. 
um, you know, clearly siding with, uh, you know, um, Vladimir Putin of uh, Russia. Uh, and he, again, he was criticizing, you know, from uh, his own country and showing there is some discontent in the upper echelons of the U.S. government. Uh, how, how does that impact or how does that flow through to markets? Look, um, Donald Trump is appearing to be uh, probably alone on 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 this uh, on this one, uh, Rick. I mean, uh, you know, we know that uh, Putin. There's a lot of allegations against Russia. Firstly, um, there seems to be a lot of evidence um, in some of the reports that we hear that they meddled in the results, the election results that is in the U.S. So. Um, a lot of people really criticizing Donald Trump on, on this particular move, and he appears to be very much isolated here uh, in his support for uh, Putin. Um, you know, so so it, it's really interesting you know, to see exactly how you know it's going to um, pan out. This one, he's now making Russia, you know, the friends of the U.S. Um, when Russia certainly is an enemy um, of many countries, including Europe. So he uh, seems to be isolating them himself, but um, Donald Trump being Donald Trump, um, you know, we can't really explain much about his plan. Only he knows what the end results are going to be and what he's intending to do um, with his sudden friendship with uh, with, with the, uh, the Russian president. Yeah. But it's certainly worrying. I mean, you've seen a little bit of a negative impact. You saw Wall Street yesterday struggling to really hold on to those gains. Uh, S&P 500 finishing marginally down. So uh, Nasdaq also coming under a bit of pressure. So it, it tells you that um, there is some concerns uh, around the markets to try and really understand what Donald Trump is trying to do. Yeah, hopefully one day we can value companies on the uh, you know profits uh, alone and not international or political factors. But talking about uh, revenues and profits, uh, we are in the U.S. reporting season uh, and there are very high expectations uh, of many companies, especially in the financial sector. How have you uh, interpreted the, the results we have seen? Look, so far it's uh, so good, and I think there has been a number of companies that have beat uh, expectations. Um, yesterday it was uh, the one that I was watching. Bank of America came out uh, better than expected. So you, you know, the results you do get a sense that in terms of the economics, um, you know, we are on a very strong footing. The results are coming out very, very strong. You know, if you really just take out. Um, all the other noises, you know, the trade war noises. I think this is the market that should be cruising and really doing very well. But because we've got all these other sectors, um, such as the trade war, the you know, the political side of um, of offense, you know, it's very difficult for market to to respond to what I consider to be very very strong results and very very strong, you know, conducive environment for the markets to really do well. Because you know, you look at the U.S. economy; it's growing very strong. Um, you know, Europe is not doing that bad itself. So, I, you know, we should be looking at the market, which is up strongly, but we are hovering around somewhere between unchanged uh, for the year. And this is primarily because of all the other noises. Mm. Currencies have also, uh, you know, fluctuated. Uh, we see the pound is da- nearly down, uh, well, it's nearly at an eight-month low. We saw the dollar also weakening, which, uh, of course, uh, helped the rand recover a bit of its earlier losses this year. W- what are your views on the currencies, and do you think the the dynamics uh, will change in the near future? Yeah, so look, you mentioned the pound, and I think the pound is obviously one that is in a very peculiar um, environment. Um 
firstly, the whole Brexit um, saga needs to kind of take shape such that people actually understand what the picture of of, of the UK will look like, you know, post uh, Brexit. And at this stage, you know, it's, it's, it's still very much uncertain, and I think that's what's keeping the pound um, at these sort of levels. Um, we did get the, you know, the 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 uh, first uh, paper in terms of the publication of the details of how, you know, Theresa May is proposing. But of course, this is just the beginning of, you know, protracted negotiations that will then uh, kickstart. Um, once we begin to see the picture of how it's going to look. Only then would really uh, would we have the clear picture as to what which direction the power is going to take. With regards to the dollar um, in the U.S., I think that one, uh, the Fed, is where the focus area will be. You know, how much will they be increasing? Will they increase by more than four times this year? I think we already market is pricing in uh, pretty much four times uh, interest rate increase. Um, if we do get a you know a sense that they might uh, do a little bit more than that, then we could actually uh, see the dollar strengthen, which will obviously be very negative uh, for the emerging market con- uh, currencies such as the rand and the Turkish lira, which I think to a certain extent have held pretty well, um, given just the you know the divergence or the divergence in terms of the monetary policy of the two. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, countries, in other words, the U.S. versus the emerging markets. We know that the U.S. is looking to increase and the emerging markets don't really have a room to increase uh, interest rates because the growth there is still uh, pretty much benign. So it's a very uh, tricky one and, and, and I think one that is dependent on what the U.S. does. Yeah, I think the RAND is uh, totally at the mercy of the U.S. dollar and pretty much ignores the local political developments. But talking, speaking about the political developments, the uh, Bureau of Economic Research, the BER, um, which of course is affiliated with the University of Stellenbosch, they produced a uh, Consumer Confidence Index today, and uh, it dipped in the second quarter of this year. But uh, it states, uh, and, and it dipped in the second quarter, and uh, it's actually uh, quite negative. But the researchers say uh, it remains extraordinarily high because of the political uh, shenanigans we saw in the second quarter. Uh, did you have? Uh, did you manage to have a look at that research? And uh, not necessarily, not really. But I mean, I've, I've been monitoring a number of um, you know uh, economic data that's been coming through. I mean, if you just basically take it back to the GDP numbers that we had, which were negative, you look at all the purchasing uh, managers index that also followed through. Uh, remember the Stellenbosch one that was released, um, indicating that we're still below that 50 mark. You know, it goes to prove that uh, just the political change alone um, would not necessarily translate into, a, you know, positive economic um, uh, outcome. You know, it is a first step you know, towards perhaps laying out the ground for better performance going forward. But I think we've got to do a lot more, um, you know, to see these numbers change to the positives. So we have seen, you know, immediately after the elections of Sarah Ramaphosa, there was a lot of positive momentum, positive sentiment. But, I mean, that that only lasted for um, a couple of a couple of months. And, and now we need to go back into uh, hard work of reasoning the economy around. And unfortunately, not, it's not going to happen just because we've got new leadership uh, at the helm. We do need to begin to finalize things such as the mining uh, charter. We do need to begin to change uh, things, you know, po- uh, from a policy perspective so that we can begin to really make an impact and see the positive impact that those changes will have into our economy.
Yeah, we need to. Some say we need to have some unpopular decisions uh, being taken sooner rather than later. Um, but it is an interesting development. You know, I th- sometimes think South Africans are so emotional, and you know, there was this Ramaphoria, but it turned negative so quickly. And in many ways, it's uh, not justified. It will take a long time to to actually get the economic um, growth uh, tra- trajectory uh, into the right direction. And uh, it, it, it's not going to happen quickly. At least we are seeing some significant engagement between the private sector and government, something we did not see uh, under the latter months uh, of the Zuma regime. No, certainly. I mean, I, I must agree that uh, the mood at home is, is that of hope, and I think there's certainly it's, it's, it's an environment uh, that allows for better performance going forward. But you're not going to see the results immediately. There are some uh, green shoots uh, beginning to appear, uh, whether it be foreign direct investments. We hear the president went out, and of course he's been able to secure uh, some 20 billion U.S. dollars uh, commitments in terms of investment. So that's there's a lot of positivity, and there's a lot of things that are happening. But of course, they're not going to translate into positive economic growth immediately. But I think going forward, if you just projected one year, 12 months from now. Uh, 24 months from now, I think the picture does uh, certainly look much, much better. And of course, that's barring uh, any trade war, um, you know, any escalation in terms of the trade war. Um, if that happens, if that were to happen, we could actually now talk about a different um, crisis altogether. Yeah. We need to get local companies, the local private sector to invest. Otherwise, I don't think you're going to get international investors who want to put money into the ground and build factories if local uh, companies are not prepared to do that. So the business confidence uh, indices must uh, you know, change their downward trend as well. But anyway, uh, thank you, Maudi. That was Maudi Letuani from Lahuma Investments. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. This show was brought to you by the South African Institute of Chartered Accountants, Leaders in Business. And that's it for this edition of the Money Web at Midday Show. My name is Raik van and thanks for tuning in. Numbers rule the world. Inflation, interest rates, petrol price. And when numbers change, you need to know how to respond, especially when it comes to business. Partner with a chartered accountant and get far more than a numbers person. A CASA is equipped with holistic business acumen and decision-making expertise when evaluating your business's future growth. Partner with a responsible leader in business. Partner with a CASA today. Go to saiga.co.za. 